0: Right now, across Australia, there are 46,000 children and young people in government care who can't live safely at home. While some live in kinship or foster care, 4,000 of these kids aren't currently in home-based care. At Adopt Change, our goal is simple, to ensure a home for every child and healing for those who have experienced trauma. We plan to do this with the support of our community and listeners such as yourself, who share our vision for a world where all children can grow, learn, play and thrive in safe, nurturing and stable homes, schools and communities, and who share our belief that families need to be supported. (laughs) I'm Michelle Stackpole, and you're listening to the podcast, A Home and Healing for Every Child where we host conversations with global thought leaders, experts and individuals with lived experience on topics including foster and kinship care, adoption, child welfare, trauma and healing. In today's episode, Joe and Tom Bennett chat about their charity organisation Foster the Future, which is run by young people for young people, aiming to connect high school students with university student tutors. Joe was named a finalist for the New South Wales Young Australian of the Year and is a deferred candidate for the Harvard Business School MBA program. Tom is a data scientist working in the field of regulatory analysis. The duo co-founded Foster the Future after seeing how mentoring and support can drastically improve the lives of youth in out-of-home care. This episode was recorded for the Adopt Change National Permanency Conference 2022, supporting children at home and school to thrive.
1: Hi, everybody. Uh, My name is Joe Bennett. Uh, I'm a co-founder of the charity Foster the Future. And with me today, I have Tom, my co-founder. Hi, everyone. It's a pleasure to have been invited to speak with you all today. So our talk today is all about education and specifically how our organization, Foster the Future, goes about helping kids in care develop a positive framework for approaching education. So we'll start by covering a bit about the background of Foster the Future, why we founded it and what the mission is. Then we'll talk a bit about why we have a specific focus on individual one-on-one tutoring. We'll also talk a bit about some tangible best practices that we have found over the past few years to be able to re-engage kids from traumatic backgrounds, and how we can help kids become lifelong learners. Last but not least, we'll also talk a bit about some of the outcomes that Foster Future has had, and how you can get involved, whether that is getting a child that you care for involved, being involved as a tutor, or being involved in any other capacity. So what is Foster the Future? Some of you may be aware of our organization, some of you may have even worked with us or have a child in the program. But for those of you who are unaware, let's do just a little deep dive into our charity. So Tom and I founded Foster the Future back in 2019 when we were both at the University of Sydney. Growing up, Tom and I had at times a bit of a turbulent childhood. We grew up in Western Sydney and at 13, we were taken from our mum and placed in kinship care. The trauma surrounding this was quite devastating for us at the time. We missed a good amount of school. I had no real interest in going back to school. I actually couldn't think of anything worse for a while. We both experienced some mental health challenges with anxiety and depression, and our grades slipped and we began acting out. The trauma of being taken from our mother, even though we didn't fully understand it at the time, had a profound impact on our outlook on life. A good way of putting it is that we often felt helpless and that the sense of being the sense of being taken off your parent is one of almost complete lack of control over your life and anything that is happening within it. We will return to our mother, but the sense of hopelessness created by the trauma remained. Over time, we began to see education as an opportunity to gain some control over our lives. The feeling of being able to tangibly improve at something and gain useful skills and knowledge became a way for us to focus our energies on something that we could actually control. As we uh, saw progress in our education, we were able to take that same discipline to the rest of our lives and could begin to approach other challenges as they came with increased resiliency and optimism. Eventually, after a couple of years, we graduated with ATARs above 98, went to the University of Sydney, and more recently, Tom and I were admitted to Oxford and Harvard, respectively. Our own experiences with education reinforced to us that education can be a pathway to reorganising and, re, uh, and changing the trajectory of a young person's life, and when used effectively, it can be an extremely powerful tool. While at the University of Sydney, we volunteered with Kids in Care. And the challenges that we saw with respect to overcoming trauma, re-engaging in education were all too common. Educational expectations for kids in care were consistently low, and we were convinced that something needed to be done. At the same time, we could see all around us at university that there was a desire from young people to give back to their communities. So eventually, with some friends helping out, we founded Foster the Future to connect young people who needed help with young people who had recently done well in high school and wanted to help out. So why do kids in care need specific help with education? Well, at the moment, up to 75% of kids in care across Australia aren't finishing high school. An estimated only 1% of kids in care will then go on to complete tertiary education. Children in care are also twice as likely to not meet national minimum standards for literacy and numeracy, when compared to children not in care. I could go on and on, but I think we all get the picture about some of the challenges. At the moment, across Australia, kids in care are facing significant challenges and hurdles with their education. Our solution was Foster the Future. Foster the Future helps kids in care get back on track by providing free, weekly, one-on-one tutoring by young volunteers across New South Wales and Victoria. Foster the Future is all about trying to help kids in care do better at school and re-engage in learning and doing this through personalized support. But let's take a step back and think, why is it so important for kids in care to re-engage in school? We all know the statistics around uh, educational attainment leading to a higher quality of life, better employment opportunities and so on. But education is more than just increasing knowledge. For kids from traumatic backgrounds, education can be an opportunity to begin to regain autonomy and agency. It can be an opportunity to begin to realise their potential and develop the confidence to not just survive, but thrive. To make this happen, we founded Foster the Future in 2019 as an ACNC registered charity with DGR1 status. From the beginning, we have been a grassroots movement driven by Australian youth, with over 200 volunteers presently contributing week in, week out. We have about one paid casual staff member, although we're looking to grow that as our organisation grows. And the rest of the organisation, including Tom and myself, contribute purely altruistically as volunteers. So how do our volunteers actually help kids in care? We run a program of weekly tutoring that is focused on longer term results, building iteratively each week to help a child feel more confident with their schoolwork. This tutoring is free, one on one and in a public location or online. Our tutoring, which is often different to similar programs, takes a strong focus on academics. We believe that focusing primarily on academics and having tutors who are able to provide high quality academic support to all grades is key for helping children. Now that's not to say that it is purely tutoring and purely academics. Tutoring really becomes a medium in which we develop mentorship, promote interpersonal skill development, and use the growth opportunities and structure of education to facilitate this development, which is so important for so many kids in care.
0: There are children in Australia who can't live with their parents and worry about where they're going to sleep tonight and who will take care of them. While many of these 46,000 children now live in home-based kinship or foster care, there are still 4,000 homes for kids and teenagers urgently needed. Can you provide a home for one child? Our goal is simple, help us find a home for every child inquire or donate today at a ahomeforeverychild.org
1: let's unpack a bit about our focus on academic tutoring for kids in care the challenge of poor education engagement is striking and this is the case for a number of reasons children in care often have a trauma, trauma background They may have missed a lot of school and for a lot of the children that we work with, they can be two, three, or even five years behind their peers. Performing poorly in school combined with other factors means that they often have interpersonal challenges and lack confidence and positivity. We believe that a child can best overcome this when they have individual support that allows them to make small consistent steps towards a goal. The one-on-one support enables you to be more easily and effectively earn the trust of a child and begin to build their confidence. Additionally, academics is an opportunity for students to begin to see real improvements in a structured environment. This can build confidence and autonomy, which has the flow-on effects to the rest of their school life, sporting life, social life, and even into their home life. These improved results and improved confidence help to not only generate increased academic results, which leads to a higher chance of graduation and improved educational and employment opportunities, but the tutoring also results in improved community connections, a connection to a young role model, which can be extremely important in a child and care's life. What is perhaps most important though, is the sense of empowerment. The sense of empowerment creates an improved ability to handle challenges, and an enhanced long-term social well-being. In the long run, this results in more kids in care thriving independently and having the tools to overcome adversity as they come throughout their life. When we designed Foster the Future, we wanted it to be high impact at a low operational cost with the aim of being as beneficial as possible to all involved, whether that be the student, obviously primarily, but also the carer or tutors. Our volunteer tutors are able to grow as mentors and community leaders, helping to improve awareness on the challenges that kids in care face and helping to recruit more like-minded young people who are looking to make a difference and advocate for kids in care. I've spoken a lot about how making a small tangible step towards a goal can go a long way to helping kids in care. But what does that look like in our tutoring relationships? Well, one element of this is the goal progress sheet Our tutors run their sessions based on SMART goals, planning and structuring their lessons towards attainable goals. By using a goal sheet, you're able to work backwards from a goal that a student sets themselves and then record progress each and every week so that a student can see how they're changing and feel the changes that they're making. By engaging the student in the goal development process and in reflecting on their progress, it enables them to become accountable and feel ownership over their learning. At the beginning and end of sessions, students and tutors collaboratively discuss their goal sheets and begin to develop a dialogue of how they are feeling about their own education. Over time, this allows a student to become more vulnerable and a tutor to begin to nudge positivity into their approach to schoolwork. We found that for kids, the emojis for the younger grades are particularly popular uh, for those students and it's a great way of indicating how they feel about their sessions. So the goal sheet is just one way of helping to re-engage students. At the core of it, it is about creating an environment where kids feel safe in their learning. An environment where mistakes are okay and persistence and resilience is rewarded and encouraged. For the carers and case workers on the core, we we have found that the impact you have on helping to create this environment is so important to a child's success. For the students in our program, the more engaged their caregiver is with their education and the more interest they show, the more likely the child is to give it their best shot during tutoring and the more engaged they will be uh, with their tutoring sessions. We've also found that starting early and promoting enjoyment when learning is key to long-term learning. You can be academically focused without placing pressure on your child when you encourage a positive, smart, goal-based approach to learning. This is best achieved when a student is encouraged to reflect on their work in a vulnerable and optimistic mindset. We've talked a lot about the importance of positive outlooks and the methodologies to get there. And there is such a high need amongst kids in care for the support. So we also focus as a charity on trying to deliver high impact as well. We started in 2019 with an initial 10 students in the program. We finished last year with 110 kids participating. And as of a couple of weeks ago, Foster Future now has just over 200 kids in care receiving one-on-one free tutoring across across grades K to 12 from volunteer tutors. This is a tremendous achievement from a grassroots organisation and really is a testament to the hard work from our volunteers who are all driven towards helping kids in care not just survive, but thrive. Additionally, 93% of carers and caseworkers indicated that they would be very likely to recommend Foster Future to a friend, and the remaining 7% indicated that they would be likely to recommend. Additionally, just over 70% of our kids participating are on track to finish school based on our 2021 survey respondents. Of course, statistics are really important. But one of the things that I find so rewarding is the feedback from carers and students that we we receive on a weekly basis. A great example of this is the amazing, amazing work that is done by Ange, who graduated from Year 12 last year after being in the Foster the Future program. Ange went from getting 40% in her exams to finishing year 12 with above 70% in everything, which was her goal. Georgia, who was one of our amazing volunteers, felt that she was able to really grow in her sessions with Ange and make a difference in her community, and she represents the eagerness of young Australians to give back to their communities. For those of you who want to hear more, there is a video testimonial from Ange and Georgia coming out soon, so make, say, make sure you stay tuned to our socials for that. Now I'm gonna pass it over to Tom, who's gonna to speak a bit more about our program as well
2: as how you can get involved. Thank you. So a little bit more about the type of people that are getting involved. On the student side, students are normally referred to us by either their carer or caseworker. with over 200 kids receiving support at the moment in New South Wales and Victoria and 10 students graduating last year from year 12. These students are referred to us with the following information for matching their grades, so kindergarten through to year 12, the subjects that they need help in. This can be very specific. So sometimes we have um, Japanese HSC referred to us. Sometimes we just have general help with assignments or or, or math and English. It's also their location. So normally the suburb they live in, as well as a suggested local area that they could receive tutoring in, such as a local library, or an interest in online tutoring as well. This can be particularly beneficial option for students in regional areas, which may not have an abundance of university students available for tutoring in person. And we will use that information to find the best possible tutor for an individual student. The other side of this is tutor recruitment, and what we see see as being great about our program is that not only are we able to help kids in care regain a sense of control over their lives, but also provide a channel for Australian youth at university to adopt civic responsibility. We have over 200 young Australians volunteering at least an hour a week and sometimes more to give back to their community. This program is powerful because it provides this framework for young people to grow as leaders in time management and other soft skills while also introducing them to some of the challenges that kids in care face. Many of our student tutors have never met a foster child before and are often very surprised about some of the circumstances that these children find themselves in. But while participating in the program, they become strong advocates for kids in care. This is a great opportunity for young people. And our secondary aim as an organization is to be the place where young people want to volunteer and contribute to society. All of our young volunteers are working with children checked, reference checked, interviewed, and participate in a Foster the Future training session where they are introduced to information about kids in care, as well as safety policies, as well as best practices on how to become a great tutor, even though many of our tutors have tutored before in the private sector as well. And most of our volunteers are in their first few years of university with an average age of 19 to 20. And many of our volunteers also choose to get involved in other areas of the organization, such as participating in city to Surf to raise money or volunteering into the marketing, finance and operations teams. It's because of these volunteers that we are able to run. Many of our volunteers have also started us, started with us um, three years ago when we began in our very first training session and have continued with us to this day. So after making it this far, I'm sure you're saying, wow, this is great. How can I get involved? And the answer is you can get involved in many ways. So for students, we accept applications from all grades and currently across New South Wales and Victoria. Although for some areas, we do only have online tutoring available. We recruit students in two main periods, January to March, and then uh, we have also just finished a ret- recruitment period in July to September, with our next period being January 2023. We also recruit tutors at the same time, so if you do know any young people at university that are interested in volunteering, please get the word out to them. We have had people volunteering again with us since the start so it's a great way for a young person to get involved and really develop as a leader if you don't have a specific student to refer or you aren't able to tutor but want to collaborate in any other way please also get in touch we're quite a young organization and we're always happy to get involved with potential partners or supporters with that i'd like to thank you again for listening
0: it has been great hearing from Joe and Tom about this really important program. For more information about Foster the Future, please see today's show notes. Thanks for listening to A Home and Healing for Every Child podcast. To find out more about our work, visit our website at adoptchange.org.au. Don't forget, if you like this episode, head to our social media pages on Facebook and Instagram and let us know. I'm Michelle Stackpole and I'll see you next time.